We're crazy for Swayze Gonna watch everything he made We're crazy for Swayze Then we'll talk about it We're crazy for Swayze Gonna watch everything he made We're crazy for Swayze Then we'll talk about it Hello, and welcome back yet again your favorite podcast crazy for swayze i'm your favorite podcast oh yeah yeah i'm interrupting that's josh young i'm vince troya and uh we watch these movies all the time and uh we are here with a guest mallory how are you excellent how are you i just realized i don't know your last name that's good all right she's a private citizen We invited Mallory on to do another rewatch. We're doing Skate Town USA again, baby. This is Patrick Swayze's first movie, Mal. Um, have you heard anything about it outside of us squealing about how silly it is? No. Going in blind. I've chosen this film for you because you like a, a film that is a fever dream. At least that is something that I have projected upon you. It's been a reoccurring thing. And that's great to hear for it. <laughs> It is something. It is fucking something, you know? Uh, do you have any, like, experience with Patrick Swayze outside of this? No. Do a lot of people? <laughs> I mean, like... Some people do. Yeah, some people do. Like... I never did until I started this. Well, yeah. Oh, no, you had some experience. We watched the hits before we started this, bruv. Well, everybody's seen Ghost and Dirty Dancing, so... I guess, yeah. Outside of that, no, though. <laughs> You haven't like talked to him personally. You haven't. You don't. We're not texting buddies. You haven't uh, made an AI pretend to be Patrick Swayze and then talk to it. <laughs> no, I can't. Say That's that not I something anyone would do. That's so would normal. Do that? Who would it's do so that? Normal. Oh, but yeah, this movie is goofy as all hell. Right? We've got lots of like bit characters in it and stuff like that. There's a skate gang. Like the Swayze heads. He plays this guy named Ace Johnson, right? Because this was his first movie, he was billed seventh, but like he is got some of the most screen time, would you say? He's the big bad. He's the Thanos. Yeah, it's like him and Scott Bayo and Marine McCormick and I think like Marsha from the Brady Bunch. Well, yeah, that's Marine McCormick. But I, yeah, I, I can't remember if anyone else is really like notable as being big in this i feel like the old man the who's telling the one-liners he should be famous but oh. i don't know oh, oh the the masked comedian he's the, famous i can't the, oh yeah and he handed out oh yeah the bags jimmy barry barty was was that guy's name he died in 2000 he did the voice of that uh the seagull in, in the rescuers <laughs> what oh really yeah okay I don't know if it was Down Under or whatever, but yeah, he did like one of those, and he was also in Legend with uh, Tim Curry and uh, fucking Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. That movie's fucking weird. It's a Ridley Scott movie, and Tim Curry plays the devil. Oh. Oh, it's it's intense. His his makeup is amazing. I can't really vouch for the movie as being amazing, but his makeup, oh, top notch. Top it's definitely notch. worth at least Googling a picture or two, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I'd say that the plot of this movie is maybe like 30 minutes long, and then the rest is just like jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we. The, I think the first time we watched this, we were just blown away. It was. We found it very entertaining. And then the second time, it, it, I felt like it maybe weakened a little bit just because I knew what, to, knew what to expect, but it didn't make it any less good, <laughs> you know? There's magic in this movie. That's yeah. Dancing. How do you feel about magic, Mel? Oh, I love it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Let's let's skate magic. Uh, kid magic. I think it's sort of skate magic, yeah. Is it I think it's just like general you, magic. You know, like when you're someplace and you can just like feel that it's special. I think that's the situation. Like Skate Town USA is actually the special magical thing. And when you're inside it, then you experience the magic, right? Mm. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bend your brain in every single way. Like, <laughs> like you're gonna be like, oh, oh, this is weird. Why do I hear multiple instruments but only see a single man playing an acoustic guitar? It's gonna melt your brain. Sounds sexy. Like it is. There's, there's competition. There's, there's stakes. There's. 
There's love and jealousy. Oh, it's got everything. I, I mean, I've never before seeing this. I don't think I ever saw a variety show as a film. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great way to describe it. Because it's you know it's got comedy, it's got music, it's got skating, it's got standard dancing. You know, it's got everything. Yeah, I and mean, it's all in America, so the fucking title just oh nails it. Yeah, it's it is Skate Town USA. It, yeah. it is a place. Did you know that the original uh, title for Skate Town USA was Skate Town USA without periods between USA? <coughs> That's a fun fact I learned about this movie. Do you think the periods make it better? I think they do. I think I think they do. I think it makes it more authoritative and like I could really trust this film. I trust it. You trust it? I trust it. I trust it because it wasn't released for home release until this Blu-ray came out. So Correct. we are again watching it on the Blu-ray copy that I purchased for the 25th or 30th anniversary or some shit. Before we start this, I did want to give you a little piece of trivia, which is also a quote from Maureen McCormick. All right. Okay. It says, according to Maureen... Maureen McCormick, cocaine use was common during this filming. In her book, Here's the Story, Surviving Marsha Brady and Finding My True Voice, she writes, Like a disco, there was lots of cocaine being done on set. Many people were open about it. And I feel like that pretty much describes this film. Yeah. Wonderful. You ready to watch it? Let's dive in. Let's watch it. Yes. put this long joint out and it's still longer than a normal joint mm, mm. yeah that's the it's a blazy susan yeah mm. yeah it, it's it's they're very long they go into my i think like a 110 millimeter roller or something like that is that a thing? 100 millimeter roller? I, don't, I, I don't know the metric system i think the, the context of the cocaine really made this movie make more sense <laughs> Mallory, how did you feel about Skate Town USA? I'm so excited to talk about it because I took a lot of notes. You did? Um, well, you know, a little bit. It was initially spooky all the way through. <laughs> it was initially spooky, like, but I, then it kept it going. It kept getting there and, and it got spooky. I have a lot of questions, no well, answers, only cocaine. Okay. Cocaine's the answer. Yeah, cocaine is the answer. I, th- I think the wizard was the spookiest part, right? Uh, the concession stand. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, yes. <laughs> like the seventh layer of hell where the things you can get caught in loops. Yeah. They yes. got stuck in a loop for sure. Yeah. Okay. So what was going on with the concession stand? Those guys live there, right? <laughs> right. We've established that. The when when the wizard wakes up Skate Town USA, he zaps the, those guys into existence, right? And these this Abbott and Costello bumbling duo just starts like making pizzas and chicken fingers and whatever else, hot but, dogs and hot dogs. But fucking a uh, Ripple is the big guy. Okay, he is using like a a hot dog as a cigar the entire time oh he loves glizzies they were everywhere he was threatened by glizzies from his partner while glizzies in his hand like i like the trick where he put the glizzy in his ear yeah (laughs) he made the noise yep and i wish it had come out the other side because that just implies that he ate the glizzy with his ear (laughs) (laughs) like there was okay there was a person billed as a comedian, but then the actual comedian in the film was the drunk. Yeah, that that was an interesting piece, like note that you made that the the what is he the secret the secret uh, comedian the unknown comedian that's what yeah. he's called the unknown comedian that was a real act that this guy did and no, uh, for a, I did research last time we watched it no one knew who he was for a while mm-hmm. he'd go out with the bag on and do his comedy routine. 
No one knew who he was, but apparently he was this drunk guy in the movie. Yeah. He was, who was, I think, my least favorite character. I thought it was fucking awesome. He's awesome and funny and dumb, but he, he sexually assaults those two uh, Christian ladies. Oh, yeah, yeah. he does. Not yeah, cool. He does. Yeah, he does. A lot of people get sexually assaulted in this movie. <laughs> so many people. But a, a lot of them then consent after being sexually assaulted. Yeah, that doctor scene, right? The lady with the ankle issue, and he's, like, feeling her up. Yeah, you got a tourniquet on. You have experience. It's wild. Mm-hmm. I, the doctor is horrifying, but ultimately... The doctor was, was terrifying, yes. I was going to say ultimately funny, but is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I like the simulated uh, PTSD. <laughs> I think that was fucking hilarious. Like, the whole th- time that got brought on, right? He was giving this woman... A, an ankle examination but he started at the knee and then started touching her thigh and she told him to stop and then he kissed her i think he, he maybe he touched her clitoris because she was that the implication i don't know because she was like whoa yeah and then uh then she kissed him and everyone famously knows that when you touch a clitoris it just like Ding dong. it's time for sex that's, that's it just what like exactly it, happens it's exactly what happens so like yeah this doctor just starts kissing this lady mm. and while his eyes are closed a green flashing light starts to happen and then that triggers his simulated PTSD and he starts just going into like fits the movie's like, like you th- were, were you concerned about that sexual assault don't be he's got simulated ptsd right, right. and he he <laughs> got ketchup all over him and the simulated blood was such a concern for him simulated gave blood. some other guy a shot oh that married couple oh i love them too yeah so the, like just this cast of characters is so colorful and we never really sit on anyone too long that it then becomes boring or anything like that yeah i mean like the the one-liner old man comedian in the time loop oh he he gets boring but that's the whole point of it right yes um and some of the some of the like dance numbers went on too long in my opinion like the the first group dance when I'm way too long with the with the ladies with the pink froze. Yeah. That was oh, yeah, a little good, spooky yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Why do you why do you say that was spooky? I don't know. They just weren't doing any sick moves or anything. It's not like they had like a theme except for to look like Barbies or whatever. Uh, little troll dolls. I mean, that's a good point. Um and also the guy who was uh, skating and dancing and dribbling the basketball and uh, jumping the rope that went on too long. That did mm-hmm. go on for a long time. So, like okay, that that's one thing I know we talked about last time. I don't think it, this one this viewing now has cleared it up. Just everyone came there to roller skate but then participate and view a show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen something build like that before. Like, yes, please come and enjoy this thing. I, I guess maybe the exact thing that I went to last weekend was, was that. Ah, uh, yes. You know? um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It was just so weird. And then it was $5 to get in. Imagine being on roller skates for, like, a whole show, though. I don't. You're talking, like, six hours probably, right? Yeah. It's too long to wear roller skates. You're going to get blisters. And, like... One thing I always forget about roller skates is they're heavy as shit. Mm-hmm. They're so heavy. Oh, but the end of the movie reminds you when they when they fly into the ocean. Yeah! <laughs> and they just refuse to take them off. They're just on the sand tripping. He's like, don't tell the other guys. Don't tell the other guys oh that I love gosh. you. <laughs> that I love you. And then they kiss. We don't have enough glizzies between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, I actually truly believe that none of them can take off their skates. Well, none of them exist. They all exist in this one night to like skate and do cocaine and be archetypes, right? Yeah, like that's why no, like no one is a, a deep character. They're all they're all caricatures, including Marsha Brady, who does nothing except for like chew her gum and look at men. Yeah, <laughs> like she wants to fuck. Yeah, Dude, I found out that uh, the the woman who wanted her pizza. That when we are introduced to her, she just goes, hello, I'd like some pizza, please. It just zooms in on her boobs. (laughs) Long, long hold on the boobs. Long hold on the boobs. That was Dorothy Stratton, right? She was the August 1979 Playboy Playmate of the Month and the 80 Playmate of the Year. So that's why she's in it? 
I think that's the exact reason why and, she and maybe said she's this. like local to Houston or Dallas or wherever the fuck they filmed this. This was filmed in LA. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Uh, I think it's one of the better Swayze roles now that we've watched them all. Yeah. I, I love this one. I think about it all the time. He's so mean. He's so bad. I love his entrance with his gang. He They just literally beat the shit out of everybody. Everyone. on roller. Just nobody, nobody is a victim. Everyone is a victim. Every, no one is a victim because everyone is a victim. <laughs> yeah, if everyone, it's like 9-11. We're not victims because, you know, it happened to everybody. Well, if everyone's a victim, then no one's a victim. Exactly. You know? We just have to readjust our, our expectation and standard. Yeah. You know, if everyone's being assaulted, then it's just... That's just, that's how it is. They assaulted everybody out on the fucking uh, street, the ramp in, and on the way into the venue, and on the dance floor. Every single person. Every single person was pushed, kicked, thrown out of the way. I think Swayze ran in there at like at least 15 miles an hour. And he just grabs a lady's arm and whips her across the floor. Like this was, it was havoc. They were on so much cocaine and angry, zipping through, punching people in the face. They're on the cocaine. Yeah, they roll in and they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, knock them over, knock them over, knock them over. All right, now it's time. One, two. Two, three, dance. Mm. And they all, and and they they all, all just all... hit that mark. Oh, <laughs> popping, popping. Yeah. So oh, it's cool. Great. I think that it could be a shorter movie. Um, you, you know, <laughs> you I've, think? Yes. I you think, think it could be I mean, this could be a short film, yeah. a nice tight 15 minutes. Um, but I do think that like. <laughs> Instead of an of 98 minutes. It was 98 minutes long? It's 98 minutes, It felt man. like at least two hours. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's a, just a montage. You can't watch a montage that's that long. Yeah. I mean, like, you can, though. That's why we did. Three um, times now. <laughs> three times. I just love how silly it is. Um, but the, the part I think that's the best about the montage, though, right? Mm-hmm is it doesn't sit on anything too long. So it really, like, keeps your attention because, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, it has, like, six or nine bits going on. Yeah, I was trying to, like, get it all uh, down here, like, what all the bits were, but, like, some of them, like, collide into each other, you know? Oh, 100%. Like, there's only, a like, the one character-based story, which is, like, I guess whatever's going on between Ace and, and the masked singer and the masked dancer. The masked dancer Henry? The masked skater. Wasn't that his name, Henry? Mm, probably. Sounds right. Um, yeah, but like, there's not too much like actual character stuff going on. It's all just bits. Like, there's stuff going on with the venue. Like, there's all the van, the bands. There's like uh, the moralizing Christians coming in, trying to tell them that it's a den of iniquity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dude, I thought that was really weird too, because it was like he, while they're getting pizza delivered to him. Or to them, right? The Christians. The Christians. One of the people, I believe, Elvira, what's her name in this? I don't think they ever mention it. But, like, when when Jimmy brings over the pizza, she screams at him about being a wretched little person. Oh, no. And then he's like, don't ever call me little. And then it's never mentioned again for the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, one, no one brings it up. There's no a great even- scene, though, where... Uh- Harvey's got his dad on his back. He's got the little guy on his back. Yeah, that's adorable. So did did we ever find out? Okay, all right. <laughs> did we ever find out Jimmy's wife's name? Um, I don't think so. No, no. Because like, I don't. I don't think so either. We just she shows up. It's clearly Flip Wilson in a dress. And just starts telling that he's the the owner s the owner s. I'm the owner s of this establishment. I get all the popcorn and free and the hot dogs that I want for free. Uh, I'm gonna talk to Jimmy. I'm gonna get you fired, Mister Doctor. It was the doctor that yeah, was coming on to her. It was 100 the doctor. Oh, uh, that guy's a fucking menace. Oh, he. Who is the biggest sex pest of this film, in your opinions? Yeah, Mallory, do you have an opinion on on these sex perverts? 
I think the cop that came out of the bathroom for a few seconds was pretty gross. Thank you for uh, mentioning the- him because I would have forgot to talk about the cop because the, he's only in it for like five seconds. And his few seconds were gross. And then following that, I guess, would have to be the drunk guy that oh, assaulted yeah. those ladies. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, probably the drunk guy or the doctor. I thought the doctor was, was a big one. Because he was using his authority to be a sex pest and that's bad. Mm-hmm. He's not even a real doctor. He's a simulated doctor. <laughs> what What about the husband? Which husband? Oh, yeah. He Well, his all seemed accidental, right? Yeah. He wasn't trying to grow up those ladies, was he? I don't think right, so. Right. He couldn't skate and he was forced to smoke weed, right? Yeah. He was disoriented and <laughs> he was peer pressured into it. He was trying it, yeah. to find his wife, I think. And then he got stoned. He was like, you know what? You do your thing. I'll do mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That that guy is kind of a sex pest. That's for sure. However, he doesn't even know what sex is. He threw up when he tried to consummate his marriage and right. his wife forgot to take off her pantyhose. I don't know what right. their names were. Um, the honeymoon couple. Cla- Clarence and Mouse? Clarence and Boddicker. Oh, no. And that's, it doesn't say Clarence. It says Charlene. <laughs> I really nailed that one. Oh, fuck. The the movie though does seem to have like a, a like a free love thing going on, right? Like it's yeah, it's still like, but it seems to mix up like free love and sexual assault and like being like persistent about pursuing somebody and like being non monogamous and just like mixes it all up together. And that's probably what free love was about at the time, right? Nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. See, I don't, I don't understand the idea of the free love movement. Well, we all love cocaine, so let's just. Love it for free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's a really complex topic, and I don't know much about it. But I don't think this movie does either. That's what I mean to say. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> that conversation between Jimmy and his wife about um, fucking, mm-hmm. like, I, I... How do you throw up when you try and have sex? Is it because you're nervous? I don't know. It's I don't like, know. You forget to take off pantyhose. Yeah, um, that made him so nervous. He, it, it seems like they may not have a good understanding about sex. Oh, okay. That okay. Yeah, I feel like that, and especially with how flabbergasted the guy. That well, that was not Jimmy. That's some other dude. I don't know what their names are. The married couple. The the dude becomes uh like like jello as soon as he bumps into a breast. <laughs> like like he Well he, he passed out, you know. She yes. got a little kiss and he was down. Yeah. Like, like it's never happened before. He bumped into a lady, got handsy on her butt, then grabbed her boobs, then bumped into another lady, got handsy on her butt, grabbed her boobs, and then that lady kissed him and he passed out. Like it seemed like that one lady was wearing like terry cloth shorts. You know, like like bath towel shorts, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that those were uh, popular in this time period. I think that's like when they were popular. Thought it was new. My no, bad. No, no, I think those were like that was the yeah, thing. Yeah, that was the thing. It was a good look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one's complaining. No Love one's it. complaining at all. Um, but yeah, the, when the, when fucking Jimmy and his wife sit down, and like, yeah, I know you were too much man for one woman because I'm too much woman for one man. He's like. Oh, you're not upset about me sleeping with a bunch of women behind your back? And she's like, no, I've been sleeping with a bunch of men behind your back. And they're like, oh, you're still the best. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Harvey. Yeah. He's too, he's too, I don't know, <laughs> what is he, fragile? Yeah, he, he was He was too conservative or something like that. Yeah, he has, oh, he doesn't understand the, yeah, the new way that we do things, you know, new types of relationships. Yeah. Man, these guys, polyamorous, <laughs> at the forefront, dude. Dude, oh, I, you know, so fucking silly. I, I, yeah. Um, let's see. Pistol Pete. I was hoping that he would be revealed to be a fake Mexican. No, nope. um, nope. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we're to believe that's that's real. We're I to we're to believe that's a real mustache. Yeah, 
I thought it was really funny. Like the tough guys are like, I want to kill everybody, throw itching powder on him and do like these schoolboy pranks <laughs> when the they're, they're threatening people with knives and shit. And that's what they do. I was not expecting that. I thought, was, I thought they were going to go hard. Right. At least two of them have knives and they like are like shooting spitballs. That's their big plan <laughs> so lame. Yeah. to stop the macho man dance. How are you going to stop the macho man dance? <laughs> With spitballs, dude. It wasn't going to happen anyways. That's why he ran off with that, uh, his sister. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and they had cocaine pizza. I mean, like, do you think he had a real cool, like, routine planned with his sister that had, like, a prop or something? Because, honestly, his couple's dance fucking sucked. It did suck. It well, he just met that woman minutes before. Who said nothing and still said nothing, right? Yeah. I don't think she had any lines. No. I mean, like, I think she had a few, but they were all just, like, Two ace. Yeah. Oh, come on, Ace. I want to see the boy. Honestly, I like less lines that are the same. Uh, like, just less lines, especially if they're all going to be the same. Because, you know, whatever the fuck Marsha Brady was doing, she just kept saying the same things. <laughs> she she had, like, the same lines on every page of the script. And she was like, hmm, I want to do a lot of cocaine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do is chew my gum and say, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I'm i still like kind of baffled at the uh, the description of this movie on IMDb. Are you going to read it for us? Yeah, I totally am going to read it for you. It just says, at a roller disco competition, two rivals find themselves becoming good friends while competing for a prize of $1,000 in cash. That's the whole description? Yeah. This was all over a thousand dollars. I think that's perfect. I don't think anyone should know anything going into this movie. Yeah, you can't say this takes place in a roller disco purgatory where a <laughs> wizard is the despotic ruler and forces his Terrifying. employees to <laughs> to, 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 to work every hour their of their to like, work every hour of their living uh, existence. Well, see, okay, does. Does the wizard control Harvey and Jimmy? He's the the universe for them. Yeah, he's, he's the their reason god. they're in existence for that little. He zaps people into existence. He's their god, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, if if Harvey didn't have the wizard, then there would be nothing going on. There'd be no. Harvey doesn't come. have the wizard. The wizard has everything. <laughs> That's what you're not understanding. Oh, 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 excuse me, excuse me. I thought like the wizard was the employee that kept the thing going. So if that, then then Harvey and his family would be on the street. But no, what you're telling me is that the wizard. He he makes Harvey. He conjures yeah. everything into existence, and it's he is using He's them. The as, reason Skate Town exists. He, he it, made Jimmy and his wife's infidelity. It's uh-huh. more. It's all for his entertainment. It's uh-huh. like his little soap opera that he can conjure up whenever he likes. And he's a cruel god. Dude, I love when he's just like, well, that sucked. <laughs> sucks to be that guy. And that was Uncle Sam. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, fuck Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got lights shining in his eyes. Patriotism isn't dead. It's just on a 10 minute break. <laughs> and everyone laughs. Dude, it so was funny. so good. Oh, man. It was spooky. He like the last scene we saw of the wizard man. He was attempting to drink water like a human and just <laughs> drooling. Drooling. It was freaky. You didn't like the scene where he was wearing the weird glasses. No, either. that was Those terrifying. That was terrifying. It went immediately scary. He's like, you should go and get some bu- buffalo lips at the the fucking concession guy stand. Over there. Yeah, and then check him out. And then we it cuts over the concession stand, and the, and the two attendants are just throwing hot dogs. <laughs> at each other and, and there's like, so many people there and they're all just fucking yucking it up everyone's fucking getting it <laughs> like, this is so fucking funny <laughs> it's a concession stand where they don't actually sell edible food they just oh, they just so uh, you know do jokes weird. Mm-hmm. this it's, is so weird it's so it's weird, weird. Um, you know, uh, uh, with regard to Pistol Pete, uh, after Pistol Pete scratches his his ass off on the dance floor, um, Patrick Swayze yells at him mockingly in a Mexican accent. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. accent. Yeah, first roll accent. Last roll accent. Gary Busey said something about soda giving him a tummy ache, and I wrote down in my notes, "loser." Yes. Yes. Guy does yes. look kind of like Gary Busey. I mean, he's got the weird jaw. 
Oh, no, man. 100%. He's all teeth. His, his name is Greg Bradford, right? It was His character's name was Stan. Stan. Yeah, but yeah, definitely looked just like Gary Busey and those fucking teeth, man. <laughs> and just like the, nothing going on oh, behind yeah. his eyes. So dumb. Just nothing. <laughs> Dude, he was also in this movie called Zapped in 1982 and Let's Do It in 1983, but nothing much after that. Hmm. Yeah. Wonder if he still skates. Oh, dude, he was in Greece as an uncredited dancer. Oh. So next time you watch Greece, look for a guy that looks like Gary Busey, and this is the movie he was in directly after that. <laughs> so, like, did, was everybody a dancer then? I would assume to some degree. Like uh, the Swayze dance partner who has no lines, and. Uh, Ace's sister, who has no lines, <laughs> probably dancers, right? And then the girl who gets some lines that can't dance. She's Marsha Brady. What more does she need to do? Dude, fucking um, uh, the guy with the beard and all the uh accessories. Yeah, like a like a bizarro Polly Shore. Yeah, he was in Dickie Roberts' former child star, and he showed up in a Darkwing Duck. Good for him. Wow. Yeah. This is the power of uh, having all the research at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. You can just you just pull this information right from your brain. What a time to be alive. He was also in Friday the 13th 6, Jason Lives. Was that a good one? I did not like Jason Lives as much as some of the other ones. What's the hook from Jason Lives? Like, what's his deal? <sighs> I don't I can't can't remember so they're like psychic powers or anything like that uh tommy jarvis assumes jason Voorhees uh to consummate his corpse but inadvertently brings him back to life instead um, i'm sorry he wants killer. to consummate the corpse he wants to like <laughs> oh cremate excuse me <laughs> my bad you know how good i am at reading and tommy may be the only one who can stop him well good job tommy he shouldn't have done that yeah, he should not have done that. I, uh, I don't know. Friday the 13th Part 7 is not, or 6 isn't my favorite one. Yeah, that's not mine either. I like Jason X a lot. I like Jason X also. It's my favorite. I think that my favorite is the one that was produced by Michael Bay, or did he direct it? The remake of it? The remake. Love it. Puts that lady in a sleeping bag. Oh, Toaster. so fucking scary. So scary. I uh, I think it's one of my, one of my favorite kills in all of the Jason movies. Have you seen this Jason movie, Mallory? I don't. It's got I've one seen of, a lot the, of them, but it's got one of the Supernatural boys in it. Yeah, it was the one that came out in like two thousand and eight. It was the remake of of essentially one and two. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was fine. It was brutal. It's my uh, favorite one. Yeah, because you get two sets of kids that he kills. Mm-hmm. One of the epic title card drops as well. Mm-hmm. 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 You've been watching a movie for like maybe thirty minutes, and you're like, "Oh, everybody's dead." Title card. <laughs> New characters. That's <laughs> exactly what they did. I, I maybe maybe a half hour is a little. Well, uh, you know, I I know, but I yes, thought that the beginning yes. of Drag Me to Hell was much longer as well because I watched it last night and I was like, "Oh, it's only like a five minute sequence," and then the title card drops. <laughs> but that kid does get dragged to hell. <sighs> he does. Yeah. He does. Um. I don't know. There's part of me that really likes Friday the 13th Part 4, right? Mm-hmm. Just, I love Corey Feldman in it. I love Crispin Glover in it. It's just, it all tickles me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but something about Friday the 13th Part 3, 3D, is just so great when you watch it in 2D. Because at one point, one of the guys has a drill come right into his eye. And you just watch this drill move closer to the camera. But it's not doing anything because you don't have 3D glasses on. And it really gets me. I just, I love it. But you hate being told how to watch a movie. I know. But you're okay with it because you can choose to not do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like I, if you had to watch it in 3D, you'd be pissed. Yeah, I would be upset because, like, I hate wearing the second set of glasses, dude. It's so inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Dude, maybe I should just go and get some fucking uh, Dr. Jacoby glasses. So I don't think that'll do those. it anymore. Yeah? It's not like that. When when was the last time you watched a 3D movie, Mallory? I don't remember. I don't... Maybe 10 years ago. Okay. 
Was it in the theater or was it at like someone's home? It was one of those like large stadium type things where the seats are all the way down and it's like. Like a planetarium situation? Yeah, I think so. Like an it IMAX? Was, yeah. It was what, like associated with the museum. Oh, yeah. Totally an IMAX thing. A certain museum. Dude. <laughs> that also has an IMAX <laughs> theater. <laughs> a, a, a Hendrick Ford. No, it's Har- Harrison. <laughs> what, Henry. The, it's, it's, yeah, it's the fugitive. Harrison Ford. <laughs> well, I, what is Henry Ford's full name? Uh, Heinrich. <laughs> God damn it. I don't remember what Henry Ford's full name is. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the last one I saw might have been Avatar. Re-release. Really movie? Yeah. Yeah, his name was Henry. That's just a, a full name. You don't need... Yep, his name was Henry. If he was cool, he could have been Hank. But fuck him. Yep. Um, cool. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. What's the last 3D movie you saw, Vince? Dude, I don't fucking remember. You won't see him. Probably a Batman. Sounds about right. Everyone was getting boners over it in like 2008 and 2012. They weren't 3D. Yeah, they were. What? They were like IMAX. Everything was 3D in IMAX. Not everything IMAX is 3D. Oh. Well, I don't remember. I'm not certain that all 3Ds are IMAX. I know. Okay, no. It may have been like Deadpool or something like that. I know it was with Matt Marshman. Matt Marshman loves 3D movies or loved when they, we could go see him. So I saw a majority of them with him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. I, I know this makes for really uh, gripping podcasting talking about how boring 3D movies are. But I think it needs to be said uh, if we needed a 3D medium, maybe we should have like holograms, you know? Yeah, I was watching that Tupac hologram. That was spooky. You, you win. Well, like and a like, couple weeks ago on YouTube. That, dude, that happened like over 10 years ago now. Yeah, I know. But like we were watching with, something with Snoop Dogg or Snoop Dogg was getting mm-hmm. interviewed and he was like, oh man, being on stage at the Tupac hologram is weird as fuck, man. It was kind of cool. But it was like kind of spooky. I didn't like it. And I was like, well, let me check it out. <laughs> dude, yeah. I feel like that would be like hanging out with a ghost. I think like it's really weird. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it either. I I feel like that whole idea that let's let's take an AI and like have it like consume media of a person, right? Sure. I, I just say that because like being a celebrity is easier because you can like blog interviews and all that bullshit too, mm-hmm. and then like actually make an AI that would respond in a fashion as a celebrity is just so fucking creepy it's like a black mirror thing. i was just gonna say the same thing yeah it makes me think about that episode of black mirror when ha- when Haley atwell makes uh what's his name uh the the redhead hawks mm-hmm. like and then he dies so he she they get a doll she makes him a robot oh, yeah and she was, has to like yeah put yeah him in the attic yeah she doesn't love him anymore but he's still got to be there sometimes to help her screw in a light bulb or whatever yeah it's so fucking weird yeah 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 i understand what you're saying but uh you're telling me that you don't want like five joe rogans on a podcast at the same time all talking to each other no crazy no So, like, have you ever done a podcast? I've done a podcast. Have you ever done a podcast? I've done a podcast on DMT. Oh, let's talk about DMT and ayahuasca. Let's do this one thing where we talk about... So Jamie! Jamie! Can... Pull that up. Pull, pull that, that up. up. Uh, was it? Yeah, pull that up, Jamie. Uh, or, uh, you know, like, Alex Jones was claiming that uh, somebody... Well, I mean, it happened. Some internet guy called his phone uh, with, a like, a like a Tucker Carlson voice and had a conversation with him about, uh, you know, how Tucker Carlson would like to eat his butthole and stuff. And Alex Jones was like, what, Tucker, this this ain't normal. You're not Tucker, this is AI. (laughs) Anyway, anyways, I'm going to have this guy on my show so that he can tell me why the the hell it is he called me (laughs) as Tucker Carlson. Anyways, you can follow his YouTube channel. (laughs) And I fucking hate this guy. God damn, Alex Jones is a nutball. Oh, yeah. Expect fair updates. Oh, god damn. How do you feel about Alex Jones, Mallory? He's a nutball. Fuck. Yes. 
I uh, I wish Alex Jones was in this movie. Ah, uh, he's only in that one movie. He's in like three movies. In that documentary. In that documentary. Um, but yeah. In that other documentary. He was. He was not in this. I don't know what role I would like to see Alex Jones in. I I would like to see Alex Jones's Ripple. The 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 glizzy lover. The glizzy lover. Yeah. I feel like Alex could really put down some glizzies. I was thinking he would probably enjoy a threatening belt dance. Oh, dude, I can understand that. You see, I think he loves a threatening belt dance. Mm-hmm. Did you have a dance routine that really uh, wowed you? Yeah, the Macho Man was pretty impressive. I cannot believe I thought that was a different song. <laughs> you ever have one of those moments where you just say something super embarrassing? Well, I was like, man, this is like the second best song about Macho Men. And Josh was like, what's the first best song? And I was like, the Macho Man song. And then they went into the chorus. And I was like, oh, shit, I only knew the chorus of this song. <laughs> I had no idea what it was before that. I don't know. I wasn't impressed by it the pre- the previous two times we watched the movie. I was like, what a stupid little nerd dance routine. But you know what? This time I was like, that is a cute little nerd dance routine. He, where he just like, you know, showed up with his little muscles, his little just, marching steps. Dun, 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 dun. At one point, he fucking does like a handstand and yes. clicks his heels together. And he then skates. Yeah, he's riding a skateboard. A skateboard. Mm-hmm, it's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was amazing. Honestly. I thought his. I thought all the dance routines were great. The threatening belt dance sucked. was good, but it's like it wasn't. It wasn't like crazy. It wasn't like you're riding a skateboard. All right, all right. So <laughs> it was in the film. They said that uh, fucking uh, Gary Busey and Mystery Girl mm-hmm. uh, that they were the best couple. But then while that was being voiced, the two of you objected, right? And they said that fucking Swayze was the best single, which was not true. It was Gary Busey. They got mm-hmm. it backwards, yeah. Yeah. So and like because the sexy belt dance is like so impressive. Like the threatening one, not that impressive. It, it just he was just trying to scare people into voting for him. <laughs> but uh, I think I think that the sexy belt dance was like amazing. Like the shit that he was doing, like you know she was she had her legs around his neck and shit. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm can't do that with skates on they're heavy i'm pretty sure the two of them had skated in the past together like they were skate pals Mm -hmm. you ever have any skate friends yeah i was in middle school a a little skate buddy and and you just go skating and you you do skate dances with each other did you do dance routines with your skate buddies no I never did. I didn't know it was an option. We didn't do roller skates. We did roller blades because oh. we were extreme. Yeah, of course. That would make sense with the time. Yeah, the 2000s yeah. were extreme. Yeah, middle school, you're very extreme. Everything's extreme. You want to you wanna get on that half pipe, dog? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just spell extreme with X's? Was, yeah, every yeah. time. Duh. Hey, Mallory. Did you know that after Dirty Dancing came out, this movie was then called Dirty Skating? Oh, that seems appropriate. I thought it was funny. It was dirty. It, it was, was sexy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not appropriate for children. <laughs> Why do you say it was inappropriate for children? Well, there's multiple people being sexually assaulted and it's played for laughs. Um, yeah, and there's drug use, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, something's in the there's pills, vague pills. Mm-hmm. Vague pills is the drugs that they're doing, not vague white powders, which is what the people on set were actually doing. Do you think that they were like, ah, you know, if we make it pills, no one will guess that we were on drugs <laughs> while we were making this. <laughs> Dude. And what kind of pills were they on? I got no idea. Uppers? I've got mm. no idea. Everyone seemed to react differently to the pills, so you couldn't actually like pinpoint what it was. Because they're magic skate town pills. They're yeah. whatever, you know. Okay, so did the, did the wizard make the drunk? He yeah. must have. Yeah. Must have. <laughs> I mean, I believe that everything was created by the wizard. Either that, or there's like, you have to start assigning agency to some people, and that doesn't seem fair. Because mm-hmm. I think everybody there looks like they have agency, and they probably feel like they have agency. They have goals and missions. Yeah, to to be the best skater. Yeah. 
And, well, I mean, or to sell the drugs or to tell, do your comedy set and sell the drugs. Do you think that they were the same character? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I've got no idea. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm also confused the fact that this was the first annual skate competition, but Ace exclaims that he's the one who wins all the competitions around here. He's got like, he's the six time champion. Yeah. And he <laughs> says that he's got a record and stuff like that, but it's the first time this has ever happened. You think it's like a Groundhog's Day situation for them where it just resets, resets, and he's like, this is the sixth time. It's either that or he has some kind of like circuit that he runs. Like mm. there's multiple roller rinks in the area and he's like the daddy at all of them. And he's like, no, I have to keep my <laughs> ring of championship he, belts. He may think that's the case, but that just cannot possibly be true because Skate Town is a place that is only one place. There's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's not other Skate Towns out there. I, 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 I still don't, I, I don't know what this movie makes me think of, right? I'm looking at the more like this section on IMDb right now, and it has Roller Boogie, obviously. That makes fucking sense. The second movie that they have on here is High School High with John Levitz. Never seen the movie, but it has a photo of John Levitz with an afro on it as the cover. Hmm. Third movie, Slumber Party Massacre 2. Ooh, interesting. Jump. Right? Like, I think in goofiness, this is comparable to Slumber Party Massacre 2. Is that a movie you've seen? Yes, it is. (laughs) I think it's comparable in goofiness and potentially even visual aesthetic. But nothing else. That's a slasher movie where the guy kills people with a drill tar. And if you don't know what a drill tar is, it's a guitar with a drill coming out of the top of it. Oh. It's amazing, and I 100% recommend it to everyone. It's great. I mean, I think that given the chance, the wizard would do that to someone, just mm-hmm. to see what it makes him feel like. Mm-hmm. I think the wizard would as well, but, like, it's just... There's another movie in here called Superstition, which I've never seen. It came out in 82, and it's an unrated horror film. But, like, a witch put to death in 1692 swears vengeance on her prosecutors and return to present day to punish their descendants. For me, this movie reminds me of Boogie Nights uh, because there's, you know, Boogie Fever, etc. Yeah. But only the first two acts, not the third act of Boogie Nights. <laughs> that, that third act of Boogie Nights. Just, you know, the, the party keeps on rolling in Skate Town, you know? Like, it never stops. Yeah. yeah, it's scary. You can't leave Skate Town. I know, it's scary. And I would like to see a sequel to this that's exactly, it's just a remake, but it's also a sequel. And maybe there's one person there who's like, God! Skate Town USSR. <laughs> <laughs> and the wizard shows up in Russia and it's just like a very different film. Like all the colors are just replaced by green. <laughs> just different greens you and neutral tones. I like this. There's a there's a long line for concessions. <laughs> I'm th- I'm trying to think of what what they would think that Russia looks like in 1979. Mm, rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what Russians know. eat in 1970. I don't know. I don't know. I think we should rate this, though. Okay. On an arbitrary scale? On our, our, our patented scales, Josh. I want to hear how this rates on the Josh scale. Hmm. You know, I love it. Dude, um, I love it also. Could be shorter. Um, questionable politics. But there is that one woman who's a feminist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though she's played off as a joke and an idiot. Who is actually being manipulated by a man mm-hmm. to believe Wait. in feminist ideals so yeah. that she will believe in free love, right? I don't know. Like, he was like <laughs> peer pressuring her or, it, or like influencing her to have feminist ideals, but I think it was self serving. Yeah, it, in effort to, to make her. Which is an interesting. interesting in having sex. It's an interesting commentary on male feminists, right? But it, I don't think that the movie meant it to be that. Um, Not at all. I you know I think I can I think I can confidently give this three stars. I like the sexy belt dance. Yeah, five. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I like that as well. You know, like it makes it makes fucking I'm happy. I'm happy. It makes me happy. Okay, good, good. Mallory, did you have any feelings that you wanted to put numbers on? 
Uh, Fever Dream 5, for sure. But overall, it was a good movie. I laughed. I, I would give it like a three and a half or a four out of five. Yeah. The dancing, the dumbness, the blank stare in his eyes. I hear that. <laughs> Wonderful. Macho you- Man. Uh, I think the mask added to the Macho Man performance. And then when he ripped it off? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it added to it. It made him more, it definitely made him more mysterious. He can he can swim skate also and save Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Let's just settle with that for a second. <laughs> Why did both of their brakes go out? Because <laughs> they cut both of them. Oh, just because. Yeah. For funsies. Why why not? Because he put the he put the bizarro Polly Shore in charge of mm-hmm. doing that. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Did you like it? I thought it was a three and a half out of five as well. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. I I really enjoy it. Like it really really is a fever dream. It doesn't give you much to chew on. Like you're not gonna think about it afterwards, but like it was so much fun to watch. I've thought about it quite a bit afterwards. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you know, like between the first time that we watched it like two years ago mm-hmm. and uh watching it like a year ago and watching it now. Yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, it's lots of fun. It's lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Josh, you wanna know how it compared? Uh yeah. To how what we gave it last time? To what we gave it last time. Josh rated this a four out of five, and I rated this a three and a half out of five. Wow. So I went down a whole star because I, of politics. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, I mean, it's not like it's going to hurt anybody. It hurt our parents if they watched it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you want to rate this on the Swayze scale? Swayze scale. Yes. Um... Do you know what we gave it last time? Is that something that you have handy? I do know what we gave it last time, but should we, you know, not let it influence us this time? Of course not. But I mean, there's no, it's not like we can be influenced on our Swayze scale. Swayze scale. It is an objective measurement of what is going on in the movie. However, some of the things are subjective. It has changed as well. It has changed. So let's see how it ranked now, and then we can compare it to how it ranked then. Was there any physical fighting? I mean, there was like some the brawling when the when the bad boys rolled in there were brandished knives and there were definitely knives so we're gonna give it the point for knives for sure but do you think we should give it the point for fighting if they're just beating people up i think so okay throwing elbows no horses um no road trips because there is no place that exists (laughs) besides skate town um i really liked the sick whip that frankie stole yeah nice red interior i'm into that as well that was the only vehicle i think i think that was the only car yeah <laughs> well the one car was sick and he's like i wish i knew who owned it probably fucking uh the guy who owns the place yeah um let's see athletics well duh there's no doubt that fucking sexy belt dance was so athletic and the bonus point for the dancing no nudity though there was some very revealing outfits oh yes 100 percent revealing outfits like like the, the those tight dancing pants that sways was wearing so you could see his his little tuchus <laughs> so i i was confused about his pants in general was the belt through belt loops and utilized as just the uh the decoration belt or was a prop for sure he was wearing like man yoga pants yeah for- i but like it, when he took off the belt, it seemed like it was going through loops when he took it off. It was like, going through loops. I'm not. No, I'm not certain because I didn't ever see loops on the pants once the belt was off. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, was it on top? Was it strictly for? It's like you when know. you wear a belt over a coat. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're going through loops, though. Sometimes. When was the last time you wore a belt on a coat? Never. No, I don't know. It's, it's in, since the last time I pretended to be in the Matrix. <laughs> you pretended to be in the Matrix? Yeah, come on. You wear your, your black uh, trench coat, and you put the, that belt through the loops, and you're like, yeah, it's cinched so tight that I can get through airport security with all these guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this idea that you have a trench coat that you used to play matrix in man that makes me really happy no i didn't play matrix i don't think but (laughs) i mean what why bother saving face of course i I did i didn't play matrix i cosplayed matrix (laughs) there's a difference i lived matrix do you still do it 
No, because I don't know where that yes. code is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's some free time. Yes, it is. Um, class yeah. stuff, do you believe in it? I don't think class exists in, in the world of Skate Town. I don't think there is as either. Good, good. That's what I like to hear, the classless 80s. Well, th- there was the owner of the place, you know, Harvey, and, and Jimmy as the as the influences, and then the Mrs. Jimmy's wife. And there's people there working. Yeah, it's like, I am, I am the owner-esque. So yeah, there is class stuff. You're right. Inherently, there is an authority figure. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't want to agree with you, but like now that I'm thinking about how the workers, it's like severance and the workers only exist to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yeah. No, and, there's an authority. And then, and then the wizard controls everything. Right. And they're all having fun, it seems like. But I don't know. If I was those concession stand guys, I feel like rolling a boulder up a hill or getting your fucking insides eaten out by a vulture. Mm. It seems like they don't have a clue what's really going on. They're sticking hot dogs in their ears and... Right. All know. they know is work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, romance. Would you call it that? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's nothing more romantic than this movie, actually. There's nothing more romantic than just looking at a woman and everybody else disappears. <laughs> <laughs> And then as soon as someone breaks your con- concentration, then uh, she, she disappears. disappears. <laughs> <laughs> she never says anything. She only helps out best ever. Mm-hmm. So that's the romance. I mm-hmm. love Scott Bayo's girlfriend. Whatever the fuck she was wearing, like, blew my mind. Like, she's nearly naked. She's it was wearing, like a swimsuit of some kind. Like a low plunge top swimsuit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so crazy. I don't even... Why would you wear that to the skate? You, could... you know, I don't think she has a choice. Oh, you're right. You're right. The wizard made her. Okay, good point. Good point. Hey, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt in this, uh, but I, I just found that we have a Swayze adjacent in this film that I did not know before. Wow. Who? Pistol Pete. Oh, God. Pistol Pete shows up in Roadhouse, dude. Pistol Pete. Who's he playing Roadhouse? Yeah, Gary Hudson plays the bar worker that is having sex with the girl on the clock that Swayze catches. Then he fires him. And he fires him. And he's like, I'm on break. And he's like, stay on it. Stay on it. Yeah. On that puss. Yeah. (laughs) Gary Hudson. Sorry to interrupt you. It was important. No, that was the most important thing I've... Yeah, I just noticed it. There's only one more point on our scale here, and that is gender. Did this movie have things to say about what it is to be a man and a woman? Curves yep. and muscles, right? Yeah. What more to say? Well, since we have we have one more bonus point as well, Mallory, you're our uh, resident woman expert. Is this a feminism? Do you think this movie has anything feminist to say besides the that well, one feminist? That woman? one lady that was about it. I thought Terry. You th- you think it counts? Uh, you get to choose or deny the the sh- feminism bonus point. Sure. Yeah. He, okay. She, she was trying. She was doing her best. No women may have t- talked to each other. Sure. But we did have a feminist lecture in the film. <laughs> Two separate ones. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, I'm I, I'm happy we had an expert weigh in on this. Like, it was very confusing for us the last time we watched it. Like, we didn't know. Yeah, we were confused. Yeah. I, I recall. I, I don't know if we gave it to it last time, but I mean, I we might have. I don't know. Like, Actually, I'm not sure if we were awarding the bonus point for feminism at that point. So the, I'm seeing that we're missing horses and road trips and nudity, mm-hmm. but otherwise we have everything. Yeah. So um, it looks like seven out of ten Pistol Pete's uh, with, you know, three bonus bandoliers on our patented Swayze scale. Swayze scale. Um, what did we give it last time? No, this was the first movie that we watched that we were so tickled that we just exclaimed 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. This is the first time we ever did it, and it was just like, yes, this is the movie, 10 out of 10. This is this, yep, 100%. Totally vibes-based. Yep, 100% vibes-based. But then, once we reassessed, we gave this a 6 out of 10 on the Swayze uh-huh. scale. So this has gone up. A little bit Swayzier. It's gotten Swayzier once we got Swayzier. Mm-hmm. Well, good for us. I can't wait to see how it changes. I can't wait to see how it changes. Josh, 
I'm happy we watched this. I'm happy we were able to show Mallory this. Mal, now that you've got some more Swayze in you, has your opinion changed? About Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's great. You know, go Patrick Swayze, go. (laughs) Ride your horses, dance, fight, do all the things. We're here for it. Woo. I wish he would have smoked more cigarettes than this. Yeah, me too. That would have been cooler. He probably wished that too. Mm. Bet he did. He's like, how can I break these windows, these seals on these windows, unless I'm smoking cigarettes? (laughs) Now, Mal, you mentioned wanting to be anonymous earlier. Did you want to remain anonymous? Oh, I don't care. Okay. You want to tell the people where to find you? Um, You can find me napping or at work. Um, Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You can find us on the internet. And napping or at work. Or napping or at work, yeah. We were, we visit those places as well a lot. Yeah. Um, we're at SwayzePod at gmail.com, uh, at SwayzePod on all the Instagram bullshit. Um, Josh is on Joshua CY, and I am at Vincent Troya on Letterboxd. We rate these movies in real time. We put fun, fun bullshits with them all the time. We can suggest things to people. And comment and like and just, you know, be little social butterflies there. You know, we can talk about movies. You can comment on reviews? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can comment on reviews. You want me to go comment on one of your reviews? Yeah, show me how it works. Yeah, I'll be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> and then you won't be able to say anything back. Hmm. That's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. Oh, yeah.